You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. Hello and welcome to season three. Yes! We made it. We made it through another season and here we are upon a new season, season three. And this time we're going to start off with a topic, a topic that's, you know, I think that needs to be made more aware, more awareness needs to be brought about concerning this topic. And it's a pretty serious topic. The topic today is going to be centered around bullying. So, Dreesy, we live in a culture, in a world, in a society, and things are just kind of rough out here. And, you know, just the way we interact with each other sometimes and the way we treat each other and a lot of underlying issues that we may have, a lot of unresolved issues may cause, you know, just a lot of different behaviors. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about bullying. And a lot of times when we're talking about bullying, we automatically think about, you know, just children or young people being bullied. But bullying goes far beyond even childhood. And sometimes you can deal with it in adulthood as well. So we're going to start out just talking about the definition of bullying. What exactly is a bully? And according to Google, a bully is a person who habitually seeks to harm or intimidate those who they perceive as vulnerable. Bully implies intimidation through threats, insults, or aggression behavior. And that comes from Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Bullying is a blustering, a browbeaten person, especially one who is habitually cruel, insulting, or threatening to others who are weaker, smaller, or in some way vulnerable. So there, I'm just laying that out, you know, just to get the terminology to put with this thing, what a bully is. So when we think about bullying, we can also think about power. And what it is, is a power imbalance when it comes to bullying. So Dreesy, I've experienced bullying in my lifetime, and I'm sure you have as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, me being a mother and having children, I've also journeyed along with them and had to address bullying issues as well. And I know that at one time, my daughter and yourself attended the Girls Inc. program. And I just recently learned about this. I'm not sure why she didn't tell me, but, you know, wow, really? I just learned about this and just how y'all were bullied during that time. So if you want to share with the people, thought that we used to talk about it all the time in PI. Really? I thought we did. Well, I remember us talking about it. Maybe I don't, I guess you weren't, I don't know. I thought you knew Miss Moni. I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't. I was surprised to learn of it. Maybe y'all did discuss it. I'm not sure if I wasn't in tune, but she never personally came to me and talked to me about any of that. Because for sure, I would have addressed it. Yeah, 
and it wasn't just me and her too. It was it was our little crew. Like I think all of us at some point went through some bullying. And so, you know, it's an after school program, a summer program for all girls. These were girls of various backgrounds, girls of various socioeconomic statuses. But then you had grade levels, right? So you had maybe like the kindergarten, first grade group, second, third grade group, all the way up to let's say about middle school, possibly high school. I can't remember. But yeah, you know, the older girls, because everybody was grouped as according to their age, and there were moments where the older girls would bully us. So I remember my bullying, they called me werewolf because I've always been like hairy, especially like my arms and stuff, or even like my sideburns and stuff. What rings in my mind from the Girls Inc. days is like I was being called werewolf. And literally, it's just kind of in my subconscious, you know, like unconsciously something that I can tell is still back there. Yeah. I don't know. Like to this day, is it something that I'm insecure about? I don't know if I would use that word, Miss Moni. I still very much so, you know, am hairy. I got hair on my arms, but it's like I let my arms out. I, you know, I'd be wearing my stuff in the summer and things like that. So I don't think it's anything that I try to hide or anything that I'm ashamed of. If I were to rate it like on a scale of maybe, let's do it like a scale of one to 10 of insecurity for that. Okay. I would probably give it like a one or a two. Okay. That's not so bad. So it's not something that I'm just like thinking about consciously or, you know, that I want to hide or don't want other people to see. It's not anything like that. But that is the one thing that kind of, that rings out to me. I remember another thing, you know, my mom is from the Caribbean and so my mama used to be doing my hair in different ways. And I remember I had Bantu knots. I had Bantu knots. I don't know if y'all know like what that style is. I remember they talked about me so bad and picked on me so bad. But guess what's in now? And guess what's been in throughout the years? Bantu knots. Okay. I went home crying. I said, take it out, take it out. And so, of course, you know, we were able to take it out and it was a little curly style. But yeah, it was hairstyle. They could bully you for hairstyle. They could bully you for what you had on, the clothes Mm -hmm. you were wearing, the shoes you were wearing. And, you know, as we were preparing for this topic, Miss Moni, I wrote down a few things that came to mind about bullying for me. I said bullies are insecure. Mm -hmm. I said bullies are teddy bears. There's always a root to why somebody is bullying. And of course, I think it directly relates to trauma. There's some kind of a trauma. There's some kind of an unhealed place. But if we were to break down the root of that bullying, I feel like bullies would be teddy bears. They need somebody to love on them and they probably just cry into somebody's arms, right? Mm -hmm. Or be comforted in somebody's arms. So I said they're teddy bears. I said bullies are traumatized. There's some kind of trauma that they have experienced, some kind of challenge that they have experienced that has led them to now operate as a bully. Mm -hmm. I said bullies have undealt with trauma. I said bullies need love. And I also said bullies feel threatened. So those are the things that came to mind to me when I was just writing down some things about bullies. And yeah, when I was writing these things down, I did think back to like the Girls Inc. days and even some adult bullying experiences as well that I've navigated through. That's right. Like you said, Many of us have experienced this on different places, different spaces, and you know, just different levels. And I just really want to talk about it. Like I said, when we're preparing for content and different things, a lot of times we're pulling from life experiences. 
So I actually encountered a little bit of bullying myself the other day. That's what provoked me to cover this topic. And before we move on, I just want to cover a couple more incidents when it came to bullying with my daughter. I can remember in the sixth grade, she would come to me just to let me know that this young girl in her classroom kept harassing her, kept name calling, just kept torturing her. So I told her, I said, well, have you told the teacher? And she says, yes, I'm telling the teacher, but it's not really working. It's really not doing any good. So I said, okay, well, sounds like it's time for me to get involved. Right. So, you know, I went up to the school. I don't really be rolling up on the kids, Dreesy, but this particular day, you know, school was letting out. She had told me who the young lady was. So I saw the young lady on the bus. You know, they were loading the bus. So I motioned for the young girl to come off of the bus and come talk to me. Mm. So she came off of the bus and she was looking kind of strange. I didn't say too much to her at all. I just asked the young girl, I said, let me get your phone number. I didn't have to say much at all because she already knew what this was about. Mm -hmm. And she started begging me. She said, please, please don't call my mom. Please don't call my mom because I'm going to be in trouble. I say, yes, I'm going to call your mom. But anyway, I arranged something with that teacher and the teacher got her mother and myself together. And I explained to her mother what my daughter was saying was going on as far as her harassing my daughter. The good thing about that situation was her mother was open to listen. And I guess she already kind of knew her child and she addressed that issue. That lady gave me her phone number. She gave me her home phone number. She gave me her work number. Mm -hmm. And she assured me, she says, you don't have to worry about this anymore. She said, I'm going to take care of it. Wow. And for sure, after that, that bullying completely stopped. Wow. Now, I told that story to let people know that it is very important for adults to get involved when it comes to bullying. It makes a difference sometimes, not all the time, but it makes a big difference if a person of authority or a parent would step in and intervene on their child's behalf. So that's the point I really want to make with that story. And I'm even thinking back too with like some of the experiences. I know some people would get bullied for a skin complexion. So we're not talking about like no light stuff. That's right. And then we're in elementary school. So what you are told as a kid, it follows you. Whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, that stuff follows you and you do, you got to deal with it or it will be seated subconsciously or unconsciously. You won't even realize that it's still back there. And so it's very important. Bullying at any level is wrong. But when that thing happened to you and you in elementary school, Mm -hmm. it's like you're impressionable. That's right. Yeah. You know, that's why. You got to unpack that stuff for sure. That's right. And like you said, these words are very weighty and bullying is very impactful. And a lot of young people, they don't have the coping skills or the maturity to process certain things. And a lot of times this bullying, which is a game and made light of for the bully, but there are kids who are actually taking their lives because of being bullied. So this is a very serious matter. So I'm going to share a few statistics here, and it says that one out of every five students report being bullied. 
It says that the reasons for being bullied reported most often by students include their physical appearance, their race, their gender, a disability, religion, or their sexual orientation. Of those students who reported being bullied, 13% were made fun of, called names or insulted, 13% were the subject of rumors, 5% were pushed, shoved, tripped, or spit on, and 5% were excluded from activities on purpose. Bully students reported that bullying occurred in the following places. It occurred in the hallway or stairwell at school, inside the classroom, in the cafeteria, outside on school grounds, online or by text, in the bathroom or locker room, or on the school bus. So these are some of the statistics and these are some of the areas where this type of stuff goes down. I also listed six types of bullying because there are different kinds. Of course, we think of the physical bullying, and that's the most obvious one. Uh, Physical bullying is the most obvious type of bullying and what many people think of when they imagine this kind of aggression. Physical bullying involves any assault on a person's body, including hitting, kicking, tripping, or pushing. It can also extend to inappropriate hand gestures or stealing or breaking a victim's belongings. Verbal bullying. Verbal bullying involves using spoken or written words to insult or intimidate a victim. This is where we're talking about the name calling, the teasing, and the threats. And here's another one, relational bullying. Relational bullying, which is also referred to as relational aggression or social bullying, it involves actions intended to harm a victim's reputation or its relationships. It can also include embarrassing the victim in public, spreading rumors, purposely leaving them out of social situations, or ostracizing them from a group. Then there's the cyber bullying. This type of bullying comes across these electronic devices, like computers and smartphones and tablets. It can take place over text messages, social media, apps or online forums, and involves posting or sending harmful content, including messages and photos and sharing personal information that causes humiliation. Two more left. Then there's sexual bullying. Sexual bullying is online or in-person bullying that involves sexual comments or actions, including sexual jokes and name-calling, crude gestures, spreading sexual rumors, sending sexual photos or videos, and touching or grabbing someone without permission. And there's prejudicial bullying. Prejudicial bullying involves online or in-person bullying based on the target's race, ethnicity, religion, or sexual orientation. It is based on stereotypes and is often a result of the belief that some people deserve to be treated with less respect than others. All of this information concerning the types of bullying comes from very well mind. So there, Dreesy, we got different types of bullying going on all the time. So 
Yeah, it made me remember like back in the day in school, we had like the no bullying act signs. I remember that in our schools and things like that. So it was like the heat of bullying act and laws and policies kind of, you know, coming out during Mm -hmm. that time. That's right. I think it's important to note that bullying doesn't just happen in childhood years, but you mentioned adult bullying as well. And mm-hmm. so some people may have experienced it more in their adult life than their childhood life. And so we definitely don't want to not shine the light on the fact that this can happen at any moment in life. It sure can. It sure can. And I have a little right up here. It said, what constitutes an adult bully? It says that just like children and teenagers can be bullied, so can adults. What defines an adult bully is if they regularly make you feel oppressed, belittled, humiliated, or de-energized. The cruel actions that often lead to those feelings include personal insults, ridiculing jokes, threats, public shaming, invasion of your personal space, or unwanted personal contact. An adult bully can be an intimidating boss or colleague a controlling romantic partner, an unruly neighbor, a high-pressure sales or business representative, a condescending family member, a shaming social acquaintance, or other types of people that engage in abusive relationships. So no one's exempt when it comes to this. No one's exempt. Moving back to the child bullying, I just want to give some warning signs Just in case you need to be aware and just to make you a little bit more in tune to children who are possibly getting bullied and those who are bullying. So signs of a child being bullied is unexplained injuries, lost or destroyed clothing, books, electronics, or jewelry. They have frequent headaches or stomach aches. A lot of times they even fake illness so they won't even have to go to school. They have changes in their eating habits. Difficulty sleeping and frequent nightmares. They have declining grades of loss of interest in schoolwork or not wanting to go to school. A sudden loss of friends or avoidance of social situations. A lot of times their feelings of helplessness or decreased self-esteem. They have self-destructive behaviors such as running away from home, harming themselves, or talking about suicide. Those are some of the signs that a child is being bullied. And these are the other signs that a child is bullying. These children get into physical and verbal fights. They have friends who bully others as well. They are increasingly aggressive. They get sent to the principal's office or detention frequently. They have unexplained extra money or new belongings. They blame others for their problems. They don't accept responsibility for their actions. And they are competitive and worry about their reputation or popularity. You know, a lot of this can be translated into adult. That's right. Adults not wanting to go to work. Adult, absolutely. So I think that that was helpful, not only for children's side of things, but for adults as well. That's right. A lot of these things, Dreesy, they tie into how it affects us and how it affects our mental health. There's a lot of repercussions for being the target of bullying. So some bullying can affect everyone. Well, bullying can affect everyone. Those who are bullied, those who bully, and those who witness bullying. 
Bullying is linked to many negative outcomes, including impacts on mental health, substance use, and suicide. So it's important to talk to kids to determine whether bullying or something else is a concern. It says that students who experience bullying are at increased risk of depression, anxiety, sleep difficulties, lower academic achievement, and even dropping out of school. Students who are both targets of bullying and engage in bullying behavior are at greater risk for both mental health and behavioral problems than students who only bully or are only bullied. Bullied students indicate that bullying has a negative effect on how they feel about themselves, their relationships with friends and family, their schoolwork, and physical health. Some of that information right there, it comes from PACERS, National Bullying Prevention Center. So, you know, I just put together some information. I just wanted to bring a type of awareness to let people know that this is happening. It can happen in childhood, throughout adulthood. And like we talk about, you know, unresolved issues, a lot of times they just travel from our childhood to adulthood. So, you know, it's always important to reach out and get help. There are a lot of programs and different things in place that try to bring awareness. And I think those programs should go on and be promoted. So there are different ways to bring awareness. There are bullying campaigns. There are anti-bullying lessons that can be taught in schools. It can be presented through different presentations, different classroom activities, different group discussions. You can even use the arts to talk about and address bullying. And then there's always people who speak on it, like public speakers and things like that. So there are different ways to learn about bullying and bullying prevention. And we just have to learn the things, but not just take hold of the information, but actually apply it. It's a lot of factors that factor in why a person behaves a certain way. A lot of times your environment is everything. So we may have a group of kids who may have been bullied by their siblings who may see abuse or bullying in their home and they pick up these behaviors and they go out and do the same to others. So it's a lot of factors involved why people operate and do what they do, but it's a very serious matter. So when I was researching Dreesy, I was just coming across even some videos of some real true stories. Bullying doesn't just affect the child, it affects everyone around them. And I was just looking at stories of some of the grieving parents who could not save or rescue their child and they lost their child to suicide. So it's a very serious matter and it's very heartbreaking and gut-wrenching. So I just hope that we could do better, just do better when it comes to how we treat each other. Is there anything else you want to add to bullying, Dreesy? Yeah, I do want to make a disclaimer because I know that we mentioned Girls Inc. And so we're not attaching bullying to Girls Inc. at at any time. This could be at a school, in a neighborhood. It can be anywhere. It just so happened that that was one of the places that we experienced it. So I don't want anybody to think that we're talking down about Girls Inc. or or Mm. connecting Girls Inc. to any like negativity at all. Again, bullying can happen anywhere. And so we were just giving our examples and sharing our stories. That's right. I like that. Because actually, you know, Girls Eat was the place to be. Right. There was a lot of, I mean, it teaches girls how to be strong, smart, and bold. You that's know, right. that, that's a part of the mission, the vision. And so I just wanted to make sure that we cleared that up. Sounds good. 
Sounds good. So, well, I'm just going to close out right here, Dreesy, and I'm just going to leave us with a scripture, a very simple scripture, but very powerful. It's from John 15, 12. It says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. I think that's a lot of the problem in the world today. You know, love is missing. So if we would just do this word and love one another, I think we'd all end up in a better place. So, you know, consider these things when bullying, if you're the person who's bullying others, if you're being bullied, just know that there's help and there's hope. Just reach out for it and just try to get yourself in a better place. Yeah, bullying. And we're all in this thing together. So just know that we're overcoming and you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire Podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.